Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This is the broadcast for November the 17th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our one of two in the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio. Uh, we use the blueprint for liberty, ladies and gentlemen. That's the checks and balances all built into the supreme law of the land, the blueprint for liberty, the Constitution for the United States of America. As you know, we reject revolution unless it's a Jesus revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. The checks and balances are brilliant. And one of the great solutions we have at our fingertips, it is a freedom, love, and faith filled. We're taking America back one heart, one issue, one mind at a time. Quick recap of yesterday's show. We had on Eldon Stahl, field coordinator for the John Birch Society, doing a phenomenal job. We also had on Brian Rust of RustQuinnandGift.com. We talked about the Honest Money Report. We talked about Citigroup. Massive layoffs will begin cutting employees ASAP. Doesn't look good when the banks are struggling, huh? Millionaires, believe it or not, feel like they're just middle class these days. Only 8% of those with the least a million dollars consider themselves wealthy. Only 8% do. <laughs> Anyway, very strange stuff. Millions, well, they're not what it seems to be. Uh, everybody I know is a millionaire almost. Yeah. Our guest coming up, Scott Bradley's a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. Oh, yeah, we're all rich. Not. So here's the problem. They've simply taken every asset we have, and because of inflation, it sounds like it's worth a gazillion dollars. My house alone I bought for $150,000 in 02. Now they say it's worth over a half a million dollars. You see how they made me a millionaire, but it's not real? Day-to-day, -day, I don't have a millionaire, li millionaire lifestyle. I barely, um, you know, with me and my wife together working and eight children, <laughs> we barely make over $100,000. I don't mind telling people what we make. There's no secrets. I don't make a lot of money. $100,000 a year or, you know, they're about, that's not a lot of money when you got eight children, ladies and gentlemen plus a business to run. Um, you know, I've got like three jobs and my wife's got like two. We're doing the best we can. Now, look, a million dollars sounds like a lot, but now days it's middle class. By the way, if you try to buy a Tesla, what do they call these things, Cybertruck, and you buy it and you try to flip it, oh, you'll get sued by Elon. He doesn't want anybody flipping his trucks. And the problem with that whole plan, ladies and gentlemen, is whose truck is it? Elon's even after you buy it or yours? If it's yours, I don't know what flipping means. If I buy a truck and then I decide to sell it for more, that's the free market, ladies and gentlemen. Is it my truck or Elon's truck? Private property rights in America being destroyed at an alarming rate is the quintessential point, even down to your vehicle nowadays. Uh, by the way, a judge approved J.P. Morgan's $290 million settlement with nearly 200 Jeffrey Epstein victims. J.P. Morgan got caught, settled, no wrongdoing. And here's the problem. You know, the victims get a little bit of money. J.P. Morgan takes a little swipe. Nothing in the real scheme of things. Nobody's going to jail over Jeffrey Epstein. 
We haven't exposed who's really tied to Jeffrey. We hear a little bit about Bill. We hear a little bit about, you know, uh, different people, Bill Clinton, Bill Gates, uh, others. But we don't really have any hard evidence. We don't have anybody going to jail. Jeffrey Epstein supposedly committed suicide, and now it seems like mm, everything's under wraps. We continue to hear little blips, but every time it means more and more and more people get off the hook as the secrecy continues. Then we say, hey, there's all kinds of pedophile stuff going on. Well, Jeffrey Epstein was a convicted pedophile. And then they say, oh, you're crazy. There's no Pizzagate. There's no pedophile stuff going on at all. You guys are just crazy conspiracy theorists. And my response is, then why is J.P. Morgan settling for millions of dollars? Why do we have all these kind of people? Why do we have these secret lists and we don't even know who's involved? Anyway, there you have it. That was our one of the broadcast. Eldon Stahl was with me for the second hour. We had another incredible guest. A guy by the name of Jay Valentine was with us. And he's involved in a company that has a new technology called Fractal. And Fractal delivers confidence through transparency. Fractalweb.app if you want to learn more about Jay's incredible work. Well, our dear buddy David A. Clark Jr. brought this to our attention that fractal can be fractal can be used to plumb voter rolls and find the errors in seconds where it used to take days. Anyway, they're identifying problems in voter rolls using this fractal technology. America needs confidence in its voter rolls. Well, they got a website for using this fractal technology to deal with voter rolls. All right, here it is. Omega, the number four, and the word America. Omega4America.com is where you can learn more about their incredible work. Okay, fraud expert Jay Valentine speaks out against election voter roll fraud. Why we need real-time voter roll monitoring. All right. Uh, the fact is, this is serious business, and they're making a huge difference. They've already done it in 26 states, and they've found all kinds of voter roll problems, tons of them, including Utah, Idaho. They're going to be working on Wyoming, thanks to the fact that we connected them to Eldon Stahl in Wyoming now. Uh, they're working on it all over the country, and they're delivering results that are just shocking. Where's the mainstream press to report on this? You can say fraud. You can say not. You can say whatever you want to. But there are voter roll problems like you wouldn't believe changing the outcomes of elections, and they're ready to prove it. The bottom line is this fractal technology expert uh, has been asked to be subpoenaed in court, and he's testified in court. And what they do is they just throw out everything he has to say. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to talk about it. Forget the evidence. We're not looking at the evidence. We're just telling you this guy's an IT guy, not an election guy, so he's gone. Folks, the courts have become the enemy. They will not look at the truth. They dismiss it on every other grounds but the facts, and then they claim that there's nothing here. The courts have all ruled against you. Well, that's all true, but it's a lie. They've ruled against anything that gets a chance to get the evidence in front of the courts true, but they've never really ruled on the details of the courts. As more and more election evidence and proof and convictions come out every single day. Anyway, I thought I'd bring that to your attention. Now, the Government Accountability Office published a report, and it shows that government agencies now incorrectly reported spending at times did not even report their expenditures. 
Yeah, there's a group called USASPENDING. USASPENDING.com. That's the official source for the federal spending information. Okay? And the bottom line is they don't even keep track of what they spend. The Departments of Treasury, Health and Human Services, Homeland Security, all kinds of groups had multi-million dollar discrepancies in their expenditures. We don't even know how much they're spending. So when they say we're 32, 33 plus trillion in debt, they have no idea because they don't even know what they spent. What does Congress do? Kick the can down the road and say spend more. It is a disgrace. U.S. debt interest alone tops a trillion dollars a year, according to Bloomberg. It'll never be paid back. It's absolutely, virtually impossible. I don't even think anybody can explain to me what a trillion dollars even is. Customers at U.S. banks hit with major deposit delays. That does not look good before Christmas, now does it, folks? You deposit money. And you can't even find out if it's in your bank for days. It's a disgrace. America, your economy is unwinding. Why? Because of the sheer fraud and sheer immorality of the people. Everybody's on the take. Everybody's suing everybody. Congress won't take responsibility. Even uh, the new MAGA Mike, you know, they say he's a Christian. He's being attacked for being a Christian. All that may be true, but he did nothing more than kick the can down the road just like every other leader before him has done, and thus the trouble we're in. With that grim reality check report, Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com. Welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Well, thank you much, and it's like our good friend Kurt said. Well, other than that, it's not too bad. I mean... You know, there's a lot of stress in life today. There really is. I mean, uh, you know, and if you're empathetic at all to to others suffering, you know, you you kind of, you you just don't, I mean, most of us really, if you stop and think about it, we don't have it too bad. We push a button on our core door, the window goes up and down. We push a button on the wall and our temperature goes up and down in the house. You know, we got warm shelter, uh, we got food and clothing. We've got a lot of things that a lot of people are struggling with right now, but I'm here to tell you there's there's a lot of, you know, omens, if you will, on the horizon that uh, that bode ill will uh, for the future. And, and it's tragic because, really, we were blessed with this great and wonderful nation, free, strong, happy, prosperous. You know, we got the, our agency to choose the path we want to, and... And, uh, oh, let's go back to that thing you were talking about, about the uh, how rich you are and I am and everybody is, right? It's a, it's all a numbers game. It's a funny game that they've played. With well, that inflation. was my point. Everybody's a millionaire now almost if you look at everything. Well, I had a talk with uh, – sounds like we've got to take a break. Well, maybe we'll talk about this when we get back. So just always a lot to talk about, don't you think? One minute break. We'll do it in seconds. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live with Dr. Scott Bradley. Check out his weekly webinars at freedomsrisingsun.com.
Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. The award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Matthew 24, 24 teaches us that the church is deceived today. Deceived Christians call themselves Judeo-Christians. Around 1900, Jews commissioned the Schofield Reference Bible, which transformed the Jews from Christian killers to the chosen people. Here's the truth. America is in the Bible. Revelation 21, our form of government came down from heaven. Verse 3, the many Christian ministers at the Constitutional Convention sought God's will. The God-given rights in the Constitution were ordained by God. America is the new promised land for Christian Israel, and Christians are the true chosen people. True Israel is Christian. Listen to Jesus, quote, my sheep follow me, unquote, and, quote, you do not believe because you are not my sheep, unquote. John 10, 25 through 27, the beast has transformed America into the woman mystery Babylon, Revelation chapter 17. For the complete Bible study, write to Christian Knuckles, P.O. Box 210813, Royal Palm Beach, Florida, 33421. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, back with you live. Dr. Scott Bradley was saying, look, you know, it's tough all over. There's a lot of changes and a lot of things happening in America. That's for sure, doctor. Well, you know, uh, we were talking about the financial status of people. Uh, I I had a conversation earlier this week with a young woman who's in her mid-40s. She has not bought her first house. She makes really good money. But we went through the realities of this. And let's, let's not take her exact scenario. It's just a quick thing or a mental exercise. If if you make 100000 a year, the average American pays half of their gross income to some level of government. Now, say, oh, my income tax isn't near that high. Well, if you got uh, state uh, income tax, you got federal income tax, you got Social Security tax, you got Medicare property tax, tax, you got sales property tax. tax, you got sales tax, you got gasoline tax, you got excise tax. I mean, the list goes on and on. So about 50% of our gross income goes to some level of government. And we have voted in people that have done this to us, and we continue to be more than happy about that. However, if you stop and think about it, let's say you um, uh, you look at this $100,000 a year scenario we're talking about. So half of it's gone. 50000 is left. So let's say you've got a $2,000 a month uh, rent payment, and, and that's a very realistic thing. I mean, I know lots of young people that are paying that. It seems astronomical to me. When my wife and I first got married, I was paying $95 a month, but that's another story. But so you spend $2,000 a month on your, uh, on your rent, and half that 50000 is gone. Then you put, your, uh, you put your food, you put your clothing, you put your... Uh, uh, any any kind of uh, you know 
birthday presents, whatever. So let's say you're left. Let's just say you live very frugally and, and you're left with $10,000 a year of that 25000 that's left after your rent, which is probably unreasonable to think, and you put that 10000 a year away. In 10 years, you have $100,000. With the housing market being what it is, as a half a million dollars for a house or so, you've got barely a down payment on that house. And then you, you just continue with the rat race because you'll never pay that off. It's a 30-year mortgage. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable, but everything is relative. When we first got married, uh, my next-door neighbor was a 83, 84-year-old guy. He was in a little brick home with a front porch. It was a, a quaint, you know, pleasant little home. He told me that in 1928, he bought that home for $4,000. I said, oh, my goodness, I could afford a home even. And he says, no. He says, it's all relative. He says, 1929 came and the big crash. He says, there was no money to be had. He says, I nearly lost my $4,000 home back in the early 30s because there was no money. It's a, it's a rat race, and uh, John Maynard Keynes, the uh, Keynesian, um, I don't know what you might want to call him, a goon that brought this government, well, he, he made it popular. I mean, there were other Keynesians even before Keynes, like uh, Mariner Eccles, a uh, Utah boy that went to the Federal Reserve and all this kind of stuff. But it's an inflation debt-based, you know, Federal Reserve, uh, private banking consortium that runs our economy. Uh, they create money out of thin air. They make money off of interest. You can never pay it back. Anyway, uh, Keynes said that the inflationary thing was something that most people will never understand how they're being taxed on their holdings based upon the value of money diminishing. And, and he's right. Most people say, man, I'm making 100000 a year now. I don't know how to make it. I can't even get in a house. That's kind of the conversation I had earlier this week. But but people just need to understand it's manipulated economy in this case. Now, there's a lot of other things manipulated, whether it's we get our hearts tweaked constantly by wars we've got to run off to that they're trying to sell to us so the military establishment can make their, uh, their industrial complex thing. You, you talk about, oh, ain't it awful? We've got to let all these people in from somewhere else that can pick our pockets and we, f we fund them and ship them anywhere in America they want sleeper cells now that a lot of people are going in on. One thing after another, you say, holy cow, don't we have any real Americans left that are, that are trying to do the general welfare of America? We've talked about this before, how that's a stable, predictive gov predictable government. That's a government that's not going to allow these external forces to, des to destroy us. The government is central to that now. So... I think we got to clean up the government. We do that, and I think we'll find a way to, to you know, wheedle our way out of all these other, other troubles. But we keep putting people in like, oh, George Santos, you know, the guy that uh, lied his way into Congress. And, yeah, and you know what? That. They're not even, I mean, he's resigning, so he's not going to be reelected or whatever else. But they never no, even really took action against him. No, they, they haven't. But if you want to chase that one for a minute, this one is a contrived, this is a manipulated problem the Republicans brought on themselves. They yes, knew it is. this guy was trouble. I mean, he came into the market, I mean, into the election and everything. He lied his way through there. They've got, there's been an ethics committee looking at him. I don't think he's resigning. I think he's just not going to run for election again. Now yeah, they that's may right. Ultimately. But, but at any rate, um, he's just not running again. But they got 30-something, I don't remember the number, 
charges that they think they can make stick where he took people's credit card that gave yeah, but they're not gonna make, to him. They're not going to make anything stick against George or Hunter or Joe or any of these people. It's a clown show. While Trump is literally facing going to jail and harassment after harassment, the Democrats are pretty serious. The Republicans are literally doing nothing. All they did was say, hey, let's kick the can down the road when it comes to, uh, you know, the finances. Now, believe it or not, Gavin Newsom might have received the best opportunity of his life. He might be Joe Biden's successor. Listen to this. Ago, when the United States offered to host this summit, we knew we needed a location dynamic and diverse and as APAC itself. And APAC uh, in San Francisco, here we are. I want to talk about Governor Newsom. I want to thank him. He's been one hell of a governor, man. <laughs> Matter of fact, he could do anything you want. He could have the job I'm looking for. Think about that. He's at the Asian. Pacific Economic uh, Cooperation Conference or whatever. So this guy's literally at an Asian event, and he literally announces, hey, Newsom's awesome. Uh, so is Joe going to step down and Newsom going to last minute take his place? Is it going to be um, Trump versus Newsom now? Don't know for a fact, but a very interesting overseas kind of claim, Dr. Bradley. Well, Biden did tell a little bit of truth. He said uh, Newsom's been a hell of a governor, and I fully agree with that. A hell don't agree. governor, yeah. yeah. Amen it's, to that. It's one of those, uh, you know, he sent us all to Hades or whatever they want to call it. But at any rate, um, he has, uh, he's been blowing on those embers for quite a while, trying to get a bonfire going, uh, and Newsom would like to do that. He's, he's a very, uh, shall we say, opportunistic young man. And uh, and he has he is running California into the ground. I mean, his COVID responses, his economic response, his tax structures, his Second Amendment things, his abortion things. I mean, you can make the whole litany of things that he has fatal flaws with. And in fact, it's so bad that there's an outmigration of Californians. Uh, businesses that can are getting out, and uh, people that can are voting with their feet. They lost. Um, uh, House representation in this last census, and that's never happened to California. They've been growing, growing, growing since the day they were born. But uh, this governor is driving them out of the state, and uh, you know the new state laws about uh, you know solicitation and prostitution and all that kind of stuff. Police are prevented from doing that. Let's talk about that conference they just had. San Francisco, the governor came in there and cleaned house, uh, swept up the street, scraped the feces off the sidewalk, hung up uh, Chinese flags and all that kind of stuff. He wouldn't try and do anything like that for the citizens of, of San Francisco. He brought it in for this communist goon that's that's been visiting there then, and they, they wanted to put their best foot forward. And by the way, it's a Potomkin village. I mean, you know, go back and look about the Potomkin villages of the uh, uh, 1787, I guess it was, when Catherine um, took her voyage and looked at the uh, her villages that were along the river, and uh, they they deconstructed them and built them down the river as she went farther down to show a happy, well-painted citizenry that were down there. Anyway, that's what Newsom did. That's what communists do. That's what uh, you know. What's his Absolute name? Absolute downstream propaganda 
big time, and I've got more of that coming up as well as America literally devolves into a communist nation uh, under China. So the question is, did Biden pick California Governor Gavin Newsom as his, quote, successor? Only time will tell, but it's looking like that's the choice. Now, here's the next thing. Lawyer Jonathan Miller admits to leaking witness video in Trump election case. I want to talk about that because, wait a minute, the opposition leaking video? Donald's asking for a mistrial. Let's talk about this in seconds. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live with Dr. Scott Bradley of freedomsrisingsun.com on your radio. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. A mistrial was declared in the civil rights trial of Brett Hankinson, the former Louisville, Kentucky police officer, involved in the deadly and botched no-knock warrant raid involving 26-year-old Breonna Taylor in 2020. After four days of deliberations, a federal jury told a judge it was deadlocked and could not reach a verdict on the two-count indictment for deprivation of rights under the color of law. A verdict has been delivered in the San Francisco, California trial of the man who attacked Nancy Pelosi's husband with a hammer. David DePap has been found guilty. Prosecutors say Nancy was the intended target of last year's attack, but she wasn't home, so the attacker went after Paul Pelosi as police were arriving at the home. DePap apologized to Paul when he took the stand Tuesday, and he still faces a second trial on state charges. The search for a man that went overboard from a cruise ship earlier this week has been suspended. The Coast Guard says crews searched an area roughly the size of Connecticut, but were unable to locate 28-year-old Tyler Barnett. Reports say Barnett went into the Gulf of Mexico from a Carnival cruise ship early Monday morning, shortly after it left the port of New Orleans. The incident remains under investigation. Americans view crime as a big problem. Nearly two-thirds of the nation views crime as a significant concern. That's according to a recent Gallup poll. 63% of respondents indicated that crime is an extremely or very serious issue, although only 17% labeled crime as extremely serious in their local communities. Over half stated they have observed an increase in crime in their areas. I'm John Schaefer. Mariah Carey started her holiday tour in California Merry Christmas, one and all, kicked off last night. She will visit 13 cities, including Detroit, Boston, and New York City. We are USA News. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest home-style burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and use promo 
promo code TREAT at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each Pure Ground Burger so you can sample all the steak-on-a-bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to OmahaSteaks.com. Use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $20 off the Burger Perfection Flight and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. All right, so it's Misty Hampton is her name. She's like a co-defendant in the Donald Trump case, but Misty Hampton's lawyer, guy by the name of Jonathan Miller, literally admits to leaking witness video in Trump election case. Trump's saying this is totally bogus. Trump's calling it a mistrial now, asking the judge for a mistrial. This is disaster as more and more and more of these cases get tainted. You don't even know who's who anymore. You don't know who's your friend. You don't know who's your enemy. You can't trust the judges. It's all political. It's all financially fueled. It's all dishonesty. It's all government cover-up. It's all government secrecy. It's all government withholding exculpatory evidence. It's about denying anybody their right to defense and appropriate discovery. Doctor, this is flat out out of control. Well, that was, I mean, you know me, I always look back to look forward uh, because that's the past is prologue as uh Shakespeare said in The Tempest, it just tells us what the introduction is. And uh, that was one of the main reasons we had a revolutionary war. Justice was, was not had in the courts. Uh, the, the king was doing things that, uh, that just made the people unsure that they could get justice. And, and really, the American founding fathers kind of stumbled again as they created the, uh, the first constitution, the Articles of Confederation. They didn't have a court system. In, the, in that, and uh, the, their process of, of having the Congress, which was the only body of the general government, because uh, you didn't have a president, you didn't have a judicial system, they had the Congress, and they had a way of adjudicating, kind of, things like uh, boundary disputes and stuff like that between states, but it was a very clumsy kind of process, and so we went forward under the Articles of Confederation with, with justice still not being served and people being uncomfortable with that. I mean, it resulted in... in you know, civil unrest. Well, and, and since and the states had so much power and they were competing countries, there was no way to have cohesiveness. There was no way for them to work together. They all had their own self-interest to where it was going to basically destroy itself on its own altar. Well, and so so that was another big problem in the beginning. Justice is an important item. And it is, as you point out, being thoroughly undermined nowadays with all these different little flaky things that are going on. The, the whole thing in the, in the uh, uh, Donald Trump cases, by and large, can be summed up in two words. No bill. No bill. Well, what does that mean? It's, uh, there's no charges for this? I mean, you got a free lunch? What is it? No. It's, it's uh, basically it's the court lets the defendant and his attorneys and everybody else like that know that they're not going to be seeking formal charges. It, it, you know, it's, it's like there's maybe not enough evidence. Uh, it couldn't be proven. I mean, there's any number of things that could do it. I mean, you, uh, you could get an old bill if the prosecutor feels like there's too much on his plate and your case isn't worth bothering with. Any number of things could say, we're not going to go to court on this thing. We're not going to go to trial. But, but uh, the vast, vast, vast majority of things that are happening right now, like with Trump, should have been brought back as an old bill. 
Uh, during the news break, there was a deal about this uh, thing where, which is an, another example of injustice, but it's in protection of police actions that really need to be examined more carefully, I think. There's a lot of police violence. Uh, very rarely do police ever have to stand tall and address some of their actions. They have these things like immunity that they give. There's different flavors of it. We don't need to take a lot of time on that. Mm. But, but, but suffice is, it to say, though, that 90% of the uh, unique flavors of this smack of just special protection for an elite class, though, the dual justice system, uh, is the evolution of that. It's not justified or appropriate in any way because they don't leave their citizen status. They don't. That's the beauty of America, the genius of America. You don't you don't just leave your citizen status. You still have culpability, individually speaking. You still have not lost your rights of self-defense. You still haven't lost your rights of due process. But at the same time, you haven't been given a special cloak of protection. That's a mis dishonest manipulation of the intent of the founders. Let's talk about one for just a second here. I think in May, Donald Trump is due to go up on charges of this classified information that he took out of the office with him, which is really strange because, and I don't think he even realized this, as president he could have declassified it, but he packs up some papers, I don't know how many or how much, 40 well, they And when say, we roughly. say he, his whole team probably packed it up, so whether yeah, he they even were throwing, packed it up himself or not is another discussion. Yeah, they were throwing things in boxes and getting them out and they were making room for the new guy, right? Anyway, uh, so he's got, I think, 40 instances where they say he's, he was holding classified information. Interesting point about it, it was held under, under uh, Secret Service protection in a secured location, okay? Uh, concurrently with that uh, developing, we have Joe Biden. When he walked out the door as the vice president, he took classified information with him. He could not have declassified it. He did not put it in a secured location. He put it in his garage next to his Corvette. Probably had a, you know. And all over the place, under. though. There's multiple locations yeah. for Joe. There is. So, so anyway, this stuff got tossed to the wind. Okay, okay. So Joe Biden, he did very similar, only without any of the things that could have ultimately mitigated it. In other words, without presidential out. authority is the point. Exactly. Well... Trump is going before, I think he's going on trial in May. That sticks in my mind. Uh, you probably check that and find out and tell me I'm wrong if I am. But at any rate, they oh, had a right. special prosecutor that was put over uh, Joe Biden's case. Special? Special. No, Biden's special. He's a special above the law kind of guy. And they came back just recently, I think it was this week, and said, uh, you know, we're kind of disappointed he did this, but we're not going to further pursue it. No further action required. Close the file. Walk away. Lock it up. You're done, baby. And it's it's just appalling. I mean, you look at at uh, what's her name, uh, Hillary Clinton. Oh yeah, she's a doddering old woman. Whatever. But she, when she was Secretary of State, had that unsecured server, probably in her bathroom. I don't know where it was, or towel closet. Anyway, she was in her home, sending secured State Department. Uh, top secret kind of information through I'm you know I don't know how I'd ever prove this but my assumption is stuff went through there that was uh, picked up uh, on the clothesline that was hanging outside everybody could watch for it and people probably died people that that they're they're whatever was blown and they they ended up dying 
I mean, I can't prove that, but no, she got a pass. Oh, we're not going to prosecute. We're not going to pursue. It, it's just unbelievable how the Teflon Dons get away with everything. Well, you're right. You know? And now it turns out even that Anthony Fauci literally now has been caught destroying evidence and destroying uh, communications. But the, I mean, the, that's the thing that uh, everybody says, uh, well, he said, I am the science. You know, follow the science. That means follow me. I am the king. You know, the emperor had no clothes, people. Nothing Fauci did had a scientific basis. They may have had a test tube somewhere in the office building he was in or a Bunsen burner or something like that, but they were not following the science. It was by guess and by golly, he flipped and flopped like a fish on the bank that's just been pulled out of the river. I mean, the flipper himself, and he's a, he's on a very, very big pension. And, he, and sadly, he's been protected true, by Donald and Joe. And no Brock. Question. No question. The man, I mean, I really do believe we need Nuremberg trials 2.0. I mean, let's let's not just make any assumptions. Let's do a full disclosure with the dispassionate environment of, of a court. Let's do a review of the evidence. And once discovered, I believe we'll find that the man is guilty of sin as well as I mean, you think about whether it's churches or uh, public health officials or, or corporate officials or city councils or you, you pick anybody that was involved in the uh, establishment response to COVID, they're guilty. And in fact, many of them, I, tr I truly believe, have blood on their hands. There's been a study that was done that says that 17 million people in the Southern Hemisphere, I don't know why they didn't look at America, I guess our Records are covered up so good, but 17 million people in, in the southern hemisphere of the world have died because of the jab, the death jab, the clot shot, whatever you want to call it. 17 million. That's that's more than double they claim killed or were killed by the COVID thing itself. And well, that takes out that. America, which is where massive deaths occurred, too. They even had a death chart, you know, with that, with hundreds of thousands of people dead. You add that, and it gets even worse. Well, America had, in terms of deaths per million, that's admitted, and this is, who knows, uh, in terms of deaths per million, America had more than 45% more per million than any other nation in the entire world. Our protocols in this nation allowed 45-plus percent more per million to die in this country. Our protocols were horrifically bad. Our protocols were, in fact, in my age group, if you got put on a ventilator where they intubated your lungs to keep you breathing, quote unquote, they made sure you died oh, nearly 100%. As close to 100% you can't justify. Yeah, thank heavens. Thank heavens Dr. Scott Bradley is an exception thanks to the grace of the almighty God, ladies and gentlemen. Quick pause. Back in seconds, you are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Are you not feeling yourself since getting the jab of the COVID? Are you feeling run down? Suffering from brain fog? Having trouble staying motivated? Or maybe you've packed on a few pounds since getting sick? You're not alone. Millions are suffering from vaccine injury or long haul COVID issues, but there is great news. My friends over at Global Tech MD have the solutions. Their post jab supplement package 
is a doctor-developed protocol to support optimal immune function and to help you start feeling yourself once again. It's time to take back your health. I trust my friends over at Global Tech MD, and you should too. Head on over to covidinjured.com and use the promo code THEBIGMIG to get 20% off of your first order of the COVID Health Bundle. Once again, head over to covidinjured.com, use the promo code THEBIGMIG to get 20% off your first order. covidinjured.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Looking for an IT partner that truly understands your needs? Managed IT Services is the answer. We meet with you regularly to discuss your goals and form a tailored technology plan. Our customers have called us a trusted advisor who delivers. When it comes to IT, we do it all. Firewalls, cloud storage, server migration, and more. Say goodbye to long-term contracts and hello to a team that earns your business month after month. Call 801-706-6980 now and let Managed IT Services transform your IT experience. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. We are $33 trillion in debt, publicly admitted now, and it takes a trillion dollars a year in interest just to pay the interest. Uh, Dr. Bradley, we are literally going over the cliff as MAGA Mike, Mike Johnson, pretends he's got a handle on conservatism, but the truth is uh, he just kicked the can down the road, and I'm telling you right now we're being decredited or, or credit devalued or the credit rating being lowered, whatever words you want to use for this all over the world now at 33 trillion plus in debt publicly admitted to uh, way more uh, uh, in unfunded liabilities and everything else. But now it's a trillion dollars a year to pay off the debt. We'll never get out of this doctor. Never. Well, here's the deal. I just looked this up while you're just uh, talking about this and it's almost 33 and three quarters trillion in debt. Now, by the way, this is something that they kind of hid behind the curtain when they kicked the can down the road back in uh, at the end of September, at the end of the fiscal year, they said, "No, no, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna worry about debt and stuff like that. We'll, we'll, we'll address this after, you know, after everything's settled and everything like that." But the debt continues to mount, and so, so the national debt clock, the real time national debt clock, is is going fast. I'm gonna have a seizure as I look at it, by the way, because of the changing numbers, but. It's basically 33 and three quarters trillion dollars. And I think it was Bloomberg announced that the interest on the debt was a trillion dollars annually. People, let me help you understand something. When you have uh, a debt, the interest gets paid. That is a set aside automatically. If it's a trillion dollars, you've taken a trillion dollars out of the revenue stream pie right off the top. So let's say we have, I don't know the number exactly, I could probably verify this in a few minutes if I quit talking, but let's say we have a $5 trillion total revenue stream coming into the U.S. government. Uh, it's probably somewhere close to that. Okay, $5 trillion. We lose 20% of that right now off the top every year now because of interest. Now, our interest rates have been fairly low, uh, but they're climbing again, and they're 
uh, you know, sell, if you're selling a house or buying a house, you're very aware of that kind of stuff. Okay, so as the interest rates climb, as the Federal Reserve sets the interest rates, my friends, who's the Federal? Oh, yeah, they're a private banking consortium that's for profit. Oh, yeah, and it's largely their debt, I mean, that we're servicing right now. So here we go. You take a 20% off the top, skim the cream off, before you can even start paying for military or all of these social programs we've got, you know, everything from food stamps to Medicare, Medicaid. Who? Holy cow. If you look, for example, at our uh, the, the, the debt that happened, it's not debt, it's a uh, outgo, if you will. Medicare, Medicaid is about a, a trillion and a half right now every year. Social Security is almost a trillion and a half, too. The Medicare, Medicaid is a little higher. So in round numbers, we got $3 trillion skimmed off. So you lose a trillion in your in your debt, I mean your interest. In your you interest. Three, in, in your interest payment, you lose $3 trillion in, in the Social Security, and, and then you use not quite a trillion with defense. It's uh, just a little over uh, $800 billion. Okay, I'm just looking at this. All of these things, my friends, pretty well spend every nickel you got coming in before you've done anything else. All of these ideas with transportation that they're doing. By the way, when they kick the can down the road, they they uh, kick the the bulk of the can down the road into February, the first week in February, if I recall. 19th of January, they've got addressed military construction and VA things and, and a few other little odds and ends. They left the, the military defense budget in the thing that's going to be addressed in February, but they laddered this thing. They, they, you know, MAGA Mike, they keep calling him, or you call him anyway, Mike Johnson. Anyway, his, his idea was let's, let's kind of split up this uh, kick the can down the road thing and let's address them a little bit at a time, and, and we keep a, a rolling disaster going on our hands. So getting back to your interest thing, we are not getting any better on our interest because every single moment, I mean, I can't even count fast enough to tell you how fast the interest is, I mean, the national debt is going up. I mean, it, it's, a, okay, it's another 100,000. Uh, just a second, another 100,000. Another 100,000. I mean, I'm just watching the clock tick. I mean, I can't count it fast enough. And so th this is this is a real problem, folks, and nobody wants to address it. And everybody I is do. just heading. Well, I know, but you're not. Yeah, a, buddy, we'll get it done. We'll lay it out. You listen to us. You're going to know the truth about what's really happening, regardless of who else pays attention or not. We're going to tell the tale. We're going to go on record before the judgment bar of God Almighty, and we're going to lay it out and tell you what's really happening. It gets worse, though. So forget this. Um, you know, debt situation, forget uh, Newsom possibly replacing Biden. Huh. Forget this Misty Hampton or whatever, uh, Biden's, uh, all right, attorney or whatever you want to say. Jonathan Miller leaking evidence, national debt. All right, it gets worse because Sarah Cleveland, you say, who the heck is she? She is a tapped-in, well-known professor, attorney, She's clerked for judges. She's been in the international realm for a long time. 
Sarah Cleveland, go look her up. She is disaster. She has two children, but she is disaster. She was just elected to the International Court of Justice. Think about an international court of justice when it comes to the United States sovereignty. Now, I bring up we should be sovereign and reject this international court. They would say I'm an isolationist, an enemy, and a problem, and I've got my head buried in the sand. But what are we doing belonging to a, quote, international court of justice, first off, and now putting this, quote, United States well-known attorney. She has ties to Yale. She has ties to all kinds of different places. Sarah Cleveland now at the helm elected, supposedly, but again, it all depends on how you define elected because none of the people even know about it, doctor. This is disaster. Well, I'll tell you who elected them and how much credibility they have in my mind, and that can be summed up in one term. I mean, <laughs> that was a test, guys. You know, if it's a real emergency, we'll have some other instructions follow. She was elected by the presidents of the Union General Assembly and United Nations Security Council. And that's why I say elected. Okay. That's not really elected uh, at all, folks. It's appointed, 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 have a pretend vote in front of the people. But it's really a star chamber, doctor. Well, it is. These people. How many of these people are elected? <clears throat> Absolutely. Well, I don't know. Maybe some country elected somebody that went to the General Assembly or the Security Council. Yeah, it depends on how you define assumption. elected. But, it, but it's not but, but, real elections in the traditional sense by any stretch of the imagination. It's not even um, we elect people who then elect them. That's not even really how it works. It is a sham oh. from the get-go if you dig. So... She's just been elected, quote-unquote, to serve as a judge on the International Court of Justice for a nine-year term, beginning February 6th. So you can take a deep breath today and hold it a long time because she's going to be there forever, longer than our senators by another almost half a term. Well, a half a term. Anthony Blinken, I think, has been a full supporter on this. I mean, she's a professor, I think, at Columbia Uh I, I think Columbia Law School, I think Blinken. Yeah, and she has ties to Yale there. and ties to all kinds of other places. She clerked for people. She's been on the international stage behind the scenes for a long time. Uh, this person will sell America out in a second. Well, uh, she's, well, this idea, you know, that we talk about oftentimes, going back to George Washington's farewell address about this term or name, America. Well, too often people forget that they are Americans, and uh, they become, uh, you know, just basically a, a shill of this international government that they're trying to put out. Uh, let's see, I'm looking at some of these things. She served as a counselor on international law, the legal advisor of the State Department, member of the U.S. Secretary of State Advisory Committee on International Law. It's, it's called the World Court. I mean, this is sometimes called the World Court. Principal Judicial Body of the United Nations. So it's, so it's supposed to settle legal disputes among UN members and issue advisory opinions on legal questions. You know, it's interesting to me that uh, the UN body is always in the middle of a disaster. I mean, whether it's the World Health Organization or UNICEF, which a lot of organizations seem to think have credibility and, and some, uh, you know, some reason to exist but but they're just stirring the pot did you hear how the who guys just had a the who they're not the the group uh that you might have heard of before yeah this is uh, not abbott and costello folks the who no, is a no, world health organization 
right <laughs> at their sexual at their sexual scandal they had gobs of who people in in Africa that were involved with with all sorts of horrific things against a people that is already overly burdened with all sorts of you know poverty and filth and and no hope or not enough food all that kind of stuff and the who people come in and they're raping the women i mean this is this is yeah, the, there you go just add insult to injury just run criminal activity all over the world and then pretend the united nations is going to go ahead and bring peace and prosperity and stability its origins come out of the league of nations it's criminal government control violating the sovereignty of every nation on the planet and it's been in place for uh literally what 80 years now and, and, and counting, and every time we turn around, they have another, quote, sub-branch or partner branch or whatever you want to call it. Think about it. you got the International Justice Court. How much justice, according to the American way, will we see out of that? Answer, none. They don't believe in God. They don't believe in justice the way we do. They don't believe in mercy and justice. They don't believe in due process. That's not the way the world works. The United States was unique in that reality. Uh, Dr. Bradley, that was the most unique portion or one of of the United States vision and dream and hope and etc. Uh, 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 grand old experiment was that we look to God and we administer justice to the best of our ability to God's laws, not government edict or uh, based on different class structures. This justice idea globally is a mockery of the American justice system. Uh, it's a betrayal. It's a violation of sovereignty. It's a mockery, sir. And now we're promoting this like it's just incredible. Well, there's there's 15 judges on the court. It's at the Hague. Okay, they each serve a nine term, a nine year term, excuse me. And and the the thing is that this there, you know, you think about the the Fifth Amendment of the United States Constitution. This, uh, you know, some of these protections, the Sixth Amendment, for example. You know, uh, the these people, these judges that sit there, they come from countries that have no clue about a, a justice system that has all of the safeguards in it that, that the Americanist po uh, position has. I mean, people from some of the worst human rights offenders in the world are represented on this 15-judge uh, court. And, and uh, they're going to work it according to their understanding and not to according to an Americanist justice system. It, it really is. It's a disaster. They really don't have any authority over us, but we, we keep acting like they do. Well, as long as we act like they do, they do, because unless we stand up for our rights, we flat out lose them, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Scott Bradley and Sam Bushman on your radio. If you want to check out Dr. Bradley's Collegiate Series to Preserve the Nation, go to freedomsrisingsun.com, and while you're there, sign up to become part of his weekly incredible constitutional Q&As and webinars. freedomsrisingsun.com. Hour one of the can, hour two coming up. we got a lot for you. News the networks refuse to use wise. All in seconds on your radio. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.